Hey, good evening, YouTube Periscope. What's going on? And uh, this is our first week of what we want to do is the NFL football 2020 season. Each week we're going to have a wrap-up show around this time every week uh, just to talk about the earlier games, to try to preview the Sunday game and preview the Monday's games as well real quickly. What's up, Wayne? Cheers. <laughs> What, what is that? What is that? The draft, Wayne? A little pumpkin beer by River Horse. They don't sponsor us. So, 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 Wayne, we've been on the phone all day uh, discussing some of the games. Uh, what are, What are some of the takes that we? I know. What are some of the takes that you saw earlier that you uh, want to talk about? Well, and that, and the, and the Cardinals just stopped them. So the Cardinals just stopped the 49ers. So, as we know, Week One doesn't make the season. Everybody panicked. Eagle fans going crazy. It's Washington football team uh, fans that are excited. Uh, Jet fans think they got misery ahead. You know, so everyone kind of overreact. A couple of things I want to I want to touch on real quick, right off the jump. Everybody crowning the Buccaneers because Tom Brady is the quarterback. And what I want people to be careful about: Tom Brady's forty three. Father Tom is undefeated, man. Like, your decline comes quick when you get that age. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how everybody was ready to crown Tampa Bay just because they got Tom Brady, man. They got other weaknesses. It doesn't matter, Michael Evans, Godwin. I know they got all that. That offensive line is not good, man. And Grant, to me, today looked a little step slow. That's just to me. But, you know, he had retired, so he ain't played football in a while. I, I agree with you a, a thousand ten percent. I saw one play where he did like a, a, a inside tight end screen, and he just couldn't move. He, he just looked just stuck. He, he already wears a bunch of gear like he's a RoboCop, you know, yeah, to protect his elbows and everything, which a lot of people don't understand that. Um, he's he's actually a, a lineman that could catch. Because he does, he does play a lot of blocking formations, and it's really crazy because he may stunt OJ Howard's growth by even being there. So, uh, you know, like you said, def definitely week one, we don't want to panic. I know it was some interesting things we noticed earlier, though. Let me tell and you, uh, the most impressive unit. I didn't say team. The most impressive unit to me in week one was that Washington football team defense alarm. They keep coming, and they got a great rotation. This time, when you got three defensive ends who are what Carrigan, and then the rookie Chase Young, and you rotating them boys, and then you got Allen, and I'm not gonna try to embarrass myself and say number 98's name. I know he played at Temple. He's from Jersey, but you got them at the D tackles. They got nice Ler or something, right? That's how they pronounce it. I'm not going to mess up his name. And you got the two two Alabama boys in there. Yeah. You got Payne and you got Allen. They have some – and look, he just gave him the ball. He gave him the game ball. Ryan Rivera gave the team ball to the defensive line. They I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, Wayne, I, I, um, I was watching that game, and I was watching it closely uh, – Carson Wentz is not going to survive with that offensive line and that play calling. I know we was talking about how, like, a lot of the Philly fans might be upset, but what we got to understand, man, at a certain point, you got to go in there with, with double tight ends, chip these ends, run the ball. You know, even if you feel like you got to 
you're going to lose the game and you might be down 10. Like, they was up 17 nothing. Right. That was the time where they should have went to their biggest package that they had possible to protect Wentz. Because at the end of the day, Wentz got sacked eight times, but he got hit numerous occasions. It was a lot of sacks where they just – had penalties. I'm going to tell you, and I, and I agree with you with that defense line, the Redskins. The Redskins front seven, providing that Kerrigan is only 30, 31 years old, yeah, man. their front seven, it could be something special if, if everybody can remain healthy. They can, and when they got those, when Jack Del Rio coming with those blitzes with the linebackers, listen, one thing we're going to promise you when we do this wrap-up show, the whole world knows who we represent. I got the stars all over. But we are going to give you unbiased opinions, man, because we love the game first. We love the Cowboys, but we love the game first. And my problem with Carson Wentz, he's going to get himself hurt. He's holding on to the ball too long. And the other thing that he continually does and did today, he already has neck and back issues. And he keeps ducking down to avoid these sacks, man. And he getting folded up like an accordion. He's going to have back issues, man. He's not going to stay healthy like that. He got yeah. to throw the ball away and live for another day, man. So what do you what do you think about uh we got a couple, you know, definitely a couple other issues to talk about. But the but but the Redskins Eagles game, you know, because that's the division that we root for. Right. Um those games were key. And the Redskins is a type of team that, you know, all Haskins got to do is come out there and be efficient. You don't have to throw the football team. Oh, yeah. Thank you. The the, the Washington football team, all Haskins got to do is come out there and be efficient, be be 18 for 25, 26. He could just basically just don't throw no turnovers and he'd be all right and run the football a lot. Um, What about him? Oh, oh, oh. you got to explain something to me. I know it's 240 to go. Tampa Bay was down 34-23. Why are you going for two? Nine points don't help you. You're still two two points down. Kick that extra point, go down 10. Nine doesn't help you. I could see if that got you to eight. That didn't get you to eight. I know that I know that one of the young ladies, right, on ESPN earlier said that it when dealing with Bruce and dealing with Brady. They got to come to a middle compromise because Bruce exposes his quarterbacks a lot because Bruce want to throw the ball downfield. Um, you know, everybody always blamed Jameis Winston definitely for last year, the one year with Bruce. But even before that, when Bruce was with Andrew Luck, Bruce was with Roth- Roethlisberger, Bruce, Bruce is known for having these throwing deep a lot. So he exposes the quarterback. So do you? How do you think Brady played today? As far as like he was getting hit a lot and twenty-three or thirty-six, two interceptions, two touchdown passes. I'm still trying to understand with the score thirty-four twenty-three. Why Tampa Bay went for two? Nine doesn't help you. You still got to score twice. You got kicked extra point and be down ten. Anyway, game's over. But. They got to be careful trying to put everything on the arm of a 43-year-old quarterback. Like, listen, I know we throw around genius for Bill Belichick. I know we throw that around and we laugh about it and all that. 
But Bill Belichick didn't try to keep Tom Brady, man. Like, is anybody really paying attention to that? Bill Belichick was fine with Tom Brady leaving him. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so that made me think, well, well, darn, if Belichick, he got to know something. He's been with him his whole career. Why was he so easy to let him go? He could have restarted him if he wanted to. Exactly. So how did, so so Russell Wilson had a big day today. Listen, Future's dad had a really good game. Little Future dad, stepdad had a really good game today. But that's what we come back from Russell Wilson. But see, one of the, one of the things with Russell Wilson is a lot of I know they they was talking about opening up the offense all week. One of the things that people don't realize is Pete Carroll protects him. I know I know a few years ago, the first two or three weeks, he had got sacked more than any other quarterback. And that's when Pete Carroll started running the football 30, 40 times a game to protect them. And it actually got into the playoffs. Listen, now they got weapons on the outside. Listen, Russell Wilson will never be a top fantasy football league quarterback because he ain't going to wire you with stats. He's going to be 18 of 26 for – 220 yards and three touchdowns. He's not going to watch. That's not his game. You know, I don't want to call the man a game manager because he's a Super Bowl champion. And if they wasn't afraid to make Marshawn Lynch the MVP that year, he would have been a two-time Super Bowl champion. Mm -hmm. He's a winner. Like, that's what I want to say to people about that Prescott real quick. He may not wow you with all those stats and stuff, but he's a leader and he's a winner in the regular season. It shows. He he got the second most wins since 2016. He just hasn't done it in the playoffs yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has done it in the playoffs. He's done it in the regular season. And he's just there. He's a leader. He's not gonna he's not gonna light it up. He's not gonna he don't have a big cannon of an arm. He don't, but he's a he's a sound quarterback. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and he knows how to lead his squad. Right? So, the, so the Cardinals just held off the 49ers. Oh, I, you, but then, and then Russell Wilson made me out a liar today because he was 31 to 35 for 322 and, and four touchdowns. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, the Cardinals just knocked off the 49ers. I know that Card- the Cardinals was like your second team that you said would surprise people after the first team that we had both agreed on before with Miami yeah. that we'll get to. What do you think? I think that was a big division win for the Cardinals, and I we think said it's a big division win, man. And I think the biggest thing with the Cardinals, right, is their coach Cliff Kingsbury. He believed in Kyler Murray from the beginning. He had Josh Rosen, who was a top ten draft pick, and they traded him up out of there for Kyler Murray because he knew Kyler Murray fit his air raid offense. So Kyler Murray is going to have success because. He has a coach that believes him, and he's five foot nine, five foot eight, five foot nine. So this air raid works for him because he's in the shotgun the majority of the time. He allows him to use his feet. He allows him to get out the pocket. You know, again, week one, just because you win week one, you ain't going to win the Super Bowl. But when you get a week one division win, it's big. Mm-hmm. It's big, especially against the team that won the division last year, won the NFC last year. <sighs> And, and lost a close Super Bowl. What's your take on the 49ers? I know that I, I believe that uh, they're going to be great because – they're going to be good because of their defense and their running game, but their outside threats is not – Well, you know, 
and again, like I said, I like to keep it unbiased. You you pay Jimmy Garoppolo all this money, and I don't believe they really believe in Jimmy. Okay, you saw in the Super Bowl last year, right before halftime, with about two forty-five to go and three timeouts, and they took the ball out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hand. They mm. ran the ball and went into halftime. What NFL quarterback with two thirty-five to go and three timeouts? How many teams be like, oh, we good? Let's just go into halftime like this. Let's run it, run it, run it. Most teams attack. Got three timeouts. At least trying to get a field goal. So I don't. I think Shanahan manages the game with Garoppolo for Garoppolo not to lose it. Mm. Instead of winning it, he wants him to not lose it. And you're right. Their 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 best threat is Kittle. I know Debo Samuels is out. And he and he got hurt today. Yeah. So, so in the 49ers, they got that playoff type defense in the running game. The other late the other late game was the Bengals and the Chargers. Those poor Cincinnati Bengals, man. Your rookie quarterback gets you in a position to win it, and your field goal kicker misses it to tie it up. And so so Dwayne, you've always said you don't trust kickers. Why? Never trust the field goal kicker, man. There was only one field goal kicker that I really trusted in my life, man. That was Dan Bailey. He was the real MVP for a couple of years for the Cowboys. I don't trust the field goal kickers, man. People think I'll be laughing and joking, but time and time again, we see these field goal kickers let their teams down, and I hate coaches that play for field goals and not going for the win. You know, go for the win. So we're gonna we're gonna run through a couple games real quick. Okay. How do you feel how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers and the statement that the Packers made today up in Minnesota? Packers made a big, big, big statement in Minnesota, man. That game was very high scoring. Um, it was very competitive. You know, the more the Packers don't give Aaron Rodgers quote unquote weapons, he still gets it done. Uh Devontae Adams had a big game today. Aaron Jones is a very, very underrated running back. I think this year the league is going to have to give Aaron Jones the credit that he deserves. He's a very talented running back. Um, yeah, they hung, they hung 43 on the Vikings at, in, in, in they, Minnesota. That's a lot. And that Vikings defense. But, hey, maybe the Vikings do miss Everson Griffin. And I know Hunter didn't play. Hunter and, I know, and I know it was emotional because from what I understand, they brought George Floyd's family out there. George Floyd's family. And, and if we speak about that, right, um, I think the players did a good job today with, with how they handled themselves, you know, playing Lift Every Voice and Sing. I think that was very symbolic. It was a symbolic gesture. I don't know how much that did, but I, I, I respect the teams that decided to stay inside. Until it was time for the for the game to be played, because we all know, you and I know, in two thousand nine, the NFL played millions and millions of dollars got paid by the defense department to have everybody out there for the national anthem. For two thousand nine, it just didn't happen. The only time teams was on the field for the national anthem was in the Super Bowl, and wasn't nobody saying the players wasn't patriotic then? Yeah, that they had to stand then. They was in the locker room. So, <laughs> hey, I'd rather my team be in the locker room instead of standing on the field for the National Anthem. Because I want you getting every last bit of updates and details of that game plan that you can get. 
But exactly. I, you know, I like the names on the back of the helmets. I know some people have like Breonna Taylor's name. And some people have Black Lives Matter. And, you know, but the NFL got to come with that check. Got to pay. When you made that agreement, the players still waiting for that money. You know? I know that we was talking about the Bears-Lions game with a running back, uh, Mr. Wide Open Touchdown, where Stratford threaded the needle. So, he threaded him. the needle, hit him right in the fingertips. I love Swift too, man. I think he's gonna be a pro. I think he's gonna be a real good pro. But you know, your first NFL game to to not come down with that catch, that would have been a game winner. You know, I'm hoping the kid bounce back next week and has a big game. Um, hey, man, I'm just for me. And Trubisky led them down the field 21 21 points in the fourth quarter. For me, I gotta be I gotta be honest. You know, I, I was a bit of a hypocrite. Everybody knows, you know, Q, you know, I felt there should be no sports in 2020. I thought they should have waited for t- to 2021 for everything. But honestly, it's been good to have sports back, man. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I didn't watch a drop of tennis, baseball, hockey, basketball. I ain't watched none of that today. Okay, it was a football day. And, you know, for my nightcap, I get to watch my Cowboys. Tomorrow we get two Monday night football games, Giants-Steelers, you know, the early game tomorrow. So, so how, how you feel How you feel about uh, Cam Newton and his debut playing with the Patriots? Listen, Cam Newton did enough to make it, let his team win. Yeah, yeah, 15 carries for 75 yards. Did a lot of things with his feet, you know, and, and – and, and, uh, um, Josh McDaniels kept it simple for him, um, so it was it was interesting, man. Um, listen, the Ravens—they just let everybody know how good they are, right? But I'm sorry, man. Every year we hear about Baker Mayfield and all these weapons they got on the offense, and o- o- Odell Beckham Jr. and Nick Chubb at running back, and Jarvis Landry at wide receiver, and, and Joe. <laughs> Two good, two good running backs. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Kareem Hunt, all that, and you score six points. Now I know the Ravens' defense is good, but I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield do a lot of talking. He reminds me of Johnny Manziel. I hate to say it, he do a lot of talking, but when it comes down to it, he's just not getting it done, man. Um, I think the Raiders, you know, good, good game out of the Raiders. I think Matt Rule, who I'm a big Matt Rule fan with the Panthers, but he made a couple of rookie errors as a coach in the NFL, some things that he got to get back. Teddy Bridgewater got through the game healthy, which was a great great comeback story for him. If anybody don't understand about Bridgewater's story when he broke his leg, um, he he was smart enough to come back when he came back last year. He didn't mind taking the bench role, what a lot of guys don't mind doing. A lot of guys have a problem with with being on the bench when they come back from injury. He he sucked it up, and he was actually one of the most sought-out players going into free agency. So the Colts lost to Jacksonville, which Jacksonville basically has gutted their whole team. And the Colts had a big loss down there, and Jacksonville was the only team that had fans in the stadium. Only team that had fans in the stadium today. Um, nice win for Jacksonville. Everybody think, think Jacksonville tanking. Tanking for Trevor Lawrence. That, that's what a lot of people are thinking. But 
they came out and they got a nice week one win against the Colts. I know um, Mack, Marlon Mack, the Colts running back, he got hurt in that game. So, you know, you had the rookie Jonathan Taylor. He, he got a little bit more carries maybe than they may have wanted him to have. Um, but that's a nice win. Um, I think Buffalo, um, they won 27-17, but it could have been a lot worse. Josh Allen has the potential to be a good young quarterback. He has to learn how to protect the ball. He fumbles too much, man. Today he had fumbles 24 and 20. Are, are those design runs that he runs so much? Listen, man, that man ran the ball like 13 times today, and a lot of them is design runs. And, and I want McDermott and those guys to be careful with him. Let me just bear with me one second, folks. I just want to look at something. So he was 13, he was 33 of 46 for 312 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. He carried the ball 14 times for 57 yards. That two hmm. running backs got nine carries apiece. Nine That's nine. too much. So you got your quarterback running more than your top running That's back. way too much. He's gonna take too many hits. Take, and, and he lost two fumbles while running. So, so we didn't get a, we didn't get a chance to talk about Thursday's game. I know everybody was like, you know, you know, this team is a track meet. What the Chiefs got, they got a track team. Everybody was talking about the rookie out of LSU and, and everything. Um, he's a problem. What's your what's your thoughts on that, Wayne? He's a problem. You know, Clyde Hilaire Edwards Edwards Hilaire. Is it, is it Edwards Hilaire? Or Hilaire Edwards. Let me let me. I think it's Edwards Hilaire. Edwards Hilaire? Yeah, I think that's what it is. But he's Yeah, Kyle Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, he's dope, man. Like he's a beast, you know. Um, so what's your what's your thoughts on tomorrow's Monday's game? Uh the Giants just hosting the Steelers well, at MetLife, and then you got the Broncos and the Titans. Well, you got Judge you got Judge Joe Judge, um, with his first first start as the Giants coach. Um I was a little surprised how he carried himself in the preseason and some of the things he did Giants, like stopping practice and starting it all over, making coaches run when their team was giving up points. So, you know, he taking that Bill Belichick, Nick Saban thing very seriously. That's, that's his background, um, coaching with both of those gentlemen. But I think you have to establish yourself for a little while before you just become – a dictator like that. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how Daniel Jones operates in the Jason Garrett offense. Um, hey, man, Saquon Barkley is one of the best in this game. He's a man, so anytime he's going to build, he can take it to the house. Clayton had a good year last year, wide receiver for the Giants. Uh, Golden Tate looks like he has a hammy. He may not play. Um... I'm looking for Evan Ingrams to take that next step. We've been hearing year after year how great of a tight end he is and what type of receiving threat he can be. And I think the potential is there, but I don't think he's lived up to that potential. Um, rookie lineman, uh, Andrew Thomas that they drafted, you're going to have to see what happens with him because Nate Soldier, who they gave all that money to a couple of years ago, he opted out due to COVID. Um, they, they, they got to steal a free agency to me, the New York Giants, when they got Logan Ryan late. That's a big help to them because of what happened with DeAndre Baker and them having to cut them. 
and then Sam Bill opting out. So is Golden Tate playing tonight or Golden tomorrow? Golden Tate may not play tomorrow. He has a hammy. I think he's questionable. I don't think he's been ruled completely out, but he has a hammy, and you know how those hammies could be. I know that one of one of the things that um we talked about with the Giants is, and me and you always discussed it. Did they did they draft it wrong? Did they get the running back before the quarterback? Because by the time they develop another receiver, a possession receiver, because they technically basically got slot guys. Uh-huh. By the time they get that possession receiver, Saquon's gonna have a lot of carries on his on his body, as well as he's gonna have to get paid, which should probably be next year. That Saquon is going to be asking for some money. Oh yeah, because these um, Kamara got paid today, Cook got paid, Zeke got paid last year. So the Giants have to make that determination, like because he's going to eat up a lot of their cap. There's no doubt about it. You know, he's he's electrifying, but you'll have weaknesses other places. Um, that's how you feel? How you feel about the return of the Hall of Famer right, Ben Roethlisberger? Fillers, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how big Ben. You know, bounces back. We know the Steelers, they got a big, big fan base, man. They got fans all over the country. You know, in every city, you'll find Steelers fans. So, you know, the black and yellow will be out there in full mass, you know, virtually, because there ain't nobody in these stadiums, which, you know, that's another thing. You know, the play on the field was good without the fans. Me, myself. No thoughts on the Broncos and Titans? Well, we're going to hit on that. Me, myself, real quick with the action that I'm seeing today, other than Jacksonville. I'm not a big fan of the piped-in noise. And the reason I say that is because it's not realistic. Like, so you have sometimes, like I was watching the Washington football team, right? And the game was in Washington. And there were times where they made some really, really bad plays. You want to hear the booze. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you're not going to hear booze. Like, they're just not going to pump in booze they're not going to pump in like i don't know i didn't hear it today maybe you did when it was big third down right and the home dean was on defense were there any defense chance no it wasn't no defensive chance i mean honestly the 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 the, the two games i turned back and forth it was more of listening to the commentators talk i mean i did watch most of that redskin game and outside of the football team watching the football oh yeah to watch the football team outside of Seeing the potential of that defensive line, their offense just didn't do anything. I mean, in, 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 it, it's kind of like you could see that for a young team on offense that having no preseason, you know, they still working out a lot of kinks. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't sloppy football for as penalties, but you could tell that Haskins the timing. One time Haskins ran for like twenty yards, and he just fell down. Yeah, man, and uh, uh, they don't they don't trust him, man. Uh, Scott, yeah. Scott Turner is not going to let him win games. I did see Terry McLaren getting ten yard cushions today, though. Yeah, so that was letting that was letting you know the Redskins was. I mean, I mean, excuse me, the Eagles was definitely respecting the uh, Washington football team. Yeah, yeah. So I, I look I look forward to the Titans. I think the Titans is a lot better than what people think. I think they're well coached. Um, I right. think. I think if they could get Vic Beasley and Clowney going, coming off them edges, they could cause havoc. Um, they they got a good secondary. Dory Jackson should be a lot better than he played, even though they did lose Logan Ryan's. They have they have some veterans on that team, and last year's experience running with Derrick Henry and 
Tannehill, Tannehill basically playing smart football, Tennessee should be back in the playoffs. Um, on a personal level, yes, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. But on a personal level, um, because I personally met the young man, um, I saw his whole college career at Western Michigan. I, I'm I'm still waiting for Corey Davis to put it all together. You know, he's in a contract year. They're not picking up a fifth-year option. So I want to see him really step up to the plate, and hopefully he'll get he'll have a big year because he's playing for a contract, whether if it's in Tennessee or wherever he may go. So I'm hoping to see that. But Mike Rabel is one of the, the, the better young coaches in the NFL, and I want people to stop saying he's from the Belichick coaching tree because he's not. He played for him. Never coached on them, and they even messed that up on TV. So, because a lot of the times, Belichick assistants are not really getting it done. Yeah, yeah. not really getting it done. You know, when Josh McDaniels had his opportunities in Denver, he didn't get it done, and it looks like Josh McDaniels just want to sit there in the hopes that he take over for Belichick when Belichick's done. I know, and I know, man, you got high hopes for. Uh... Brian Flores and the culture that he's building in Miami. And they even though they lost today, we both feel that the culture that they're building down there is is a is a culture that's conducive to winning. My only thing with Brian Flores, I think you're gonna I think he's gonna turn that around. I think they're gonna be a, a surprise team this year, but it's time to put two out there, man. You know what Fitz Magic is. It's either Fitz Magic or Fitz Tragic. And you don't yeah. know what you're gonna get from week two. Yeah. So I believe let the young boy get out there. Joe Barrow made a lot of mistakes today, but he'll learn from some of that late game stuff. He made some big throws, got them in position to tie the game up. So, hey, man, I thought week one was very exciting, man, and, and it's always good to have football back. Um, so now now let me ask you, we're both Cowboy fans. Right. How do you feel about tonight's game, uh, Dallas and L.A.? Um, You know, I think L.A., they're home, right? New stadium. No crowd, but still, new stadium. There'll be excitement there. I would love to see what the Rams are going to do with their running game because they have no Todd Gurley. Um, you know, Jared Goff, he's, he's a decent quarterback. you got Cooper Cup. But here's the thing about the Rams. you got two of maybe the best defenders in the game. you got Jalen Ramsey at corner and uh, Aaron Donald at um, on, on the defensive line, right? So you got to account for those two, man. Um, I think tonight will be high scoring. Um, I'm interested to see how the Cowboys come out under Mike McCarthy because they didn't have OTAs. They didn't have a real, like, training camp or no preseason game. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a learning curve with them. I'm not making excuses at all. I think my team has a very high-powered offense. Okay, with the addition of C.D. Lamb, and you got Gallup, and you got Amari Cooper, and you got Zeke, who had a full training camp. Um, you know, he wasn't in Cabo up until the week of the game. Um, offensive line, we got to pay very close attention tonight to number 75 for the Dallas Cowboys, Cam Irvin, that right tackle. And what he's going to do against Brockert and, 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 and uh, Aaron Donald, you know, we got to see how he's going to hold up. You know, we don't have Travis Frederick, so you got Joe Looney making the calls on the offensive line. But for the Dallas Cowboys, honestly, 
I'm very excited to see what this Mike Nolan defense is going to look like. You know, we got uh, Team Toxic. Our defense I mean, is, does that scare you? Like, what is he playing? Uh, I know the depth chart said that he was playing. And for the folks that's, that may watch this or watching, they had Alden Smith on the, on the Cowboys depth chart as a strong side linebacker. We don't at, know. At 280-something pounds. Mike McCarthy was pulling uh, Bill Parcells, Mike Holmgren, Bill Belichick. He wasn't giving you anything. Me and me and this gentleman that I, I'm blessed to be on this show with, about three weeks ago, we got ourselves all excited to sit down and see Cowboy Night the scrimmage. And these jokers came out with no numbers on their jersey. And they didn't show us four bases. So we don't know, as a Cowboy fan, I don't know what to expect. And yeah, we're the, the the funniest thing is that we're we're excited for certain players. We're excited for CD Lamb. We're excited to see what the young kid Diggs, who Diggs has been getting high marks across the board. Yeah. Um even uh Akeem Talib said the other day he had five turnovers, right. five interceptions at a practice. Um and the and the Dallas media didn't even report that. Yeah. So I think we're excited for that. Excited I think we're excited for the unknown. I want better special teams. We were thirty. We were thirty second in the league in special teams last year, so I want better, better special. Hopefully, Greg the Leg is is healthy and he can kick like he know how to kick. Now listen on the on the depth chart. They got your boy Tony Pollard back there returning kicks and, and Cedric, Wilson, Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson from Boise State University. So you know, for me, man, it's gonna come down to if I keep drinking this tonight or if I drink some soda pop. I'm hoping to go to soda pop, but if they make me, if I get that adjective, I got to keep drinking beer, man. But hey, we don't know what to expect. You know, hope springs eternal. It's the dawning of a new year. The Rams are not a team to be played with. I understand last year we beat them pretty bad when we played them, but that was last year. This is this year. You know, once again, the Dallas Cowboys love us, hate us, however you feel about us. Once again, the NFL got us in prime time, so you gotta watch us. You gotta watch us. You ain't gotta like it, but you gotta any uh anything else, Wayne? You you want to say before we wrap up the, the first um, show? I, I I thought it was a lot of scoring. I didn't think it would be as much scoring in Week One as it was, because generally defenses are ahead of offenses. So if it's any indication of how the day went today, um, I think you're gonna get a lot of scoring tonight. Hey, the Rams got receivers, man. They got the rookie. They got the rookie, um, 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 Van Jefferson. And, you know, they, they, they got Cooper Cup. And I don't know who their running backs are. I'm sorry. I don't. I even watch Hard Knocks, but I don't know who their running backs are replacing Gurley. They got Whitworth. Um, I'm interested to see how the Cowboys get after the quarterback. Man. Mm-hmm. You got Justin Griffin. You got Demarcus Lawrence. I want to see what Alden Smith looks like. You know, we got Poe in the middle. Tristan Hill, they say, is starting. But I don't know about that. But we're going to see, man. It's I'm excited. You excited? I'm excited. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Um, so we're going to wrap up the show. Um, <laughs> this, is the fir- this is the first of hopefully 17 good weeks and even going into the playoffs. And uh, Wayne, man, it, uh, we're going to get this thing going every Sunday. Matter of Hopefully at this time, but hopefully at this time, but we might do some in-game stuff. Yeah, we're going to do some in-game stuff, but I'm going to tell you something. 
Don't waste your time with Rodney Harrison and Mike throwing football night in America. They're boring. Come rock with us, man. You know, like, subscribe, share, get you a Google account, man. It's free. It's free. Like, subscribe, and share. Hey, ask us questions. We'll answer some questions, man. Ask us questions. Like I said, this ain't just about the Dallas Cowboys. We about everybody. We love the game of football. And we want to bring you guys a good show every Sunday. And to help us do that, we need your support. We need your interaction. We need questions. I need you to tell me I'm crazy. I'm a Cowboy fan. Whatever. Help us with, out. With that, we're going to close the show. Thank you guys and have a blessed night. Have a blessed night.